you look at Pasich of Gimel, right after Chazde Hashem Kilo Sabne Kilo Cholorachamov, which is also Pesukin Achamah, you'd expect to see toward the end. Apparently, for the Pasha Pshat, it's so horrific you need it in the middle also. Hadashim lebekarim Rabu Menasecha. That every day is a new day, and despite what happened, Kosh Baruch Hu has a promise to Klai Yisrael, and we're going to survive, and there'll be enough people, a critical mass, who will see a new day. In order to encourage the Echidim who are going to get there, Pasuk Yichav Hei, Tev Hashem L'Nefesh L'Jashenu, the Nefesh that looks for Inyanim Abitachan and Amuna and internalizes it. Here we have the first mention of a word which has been used a lot in Eicha. It's in this context that I'd like to show you, I believe something is hidden, the Berem is here. Pashup Shad again is Tavyachal Vadumam is Makabal Vadin. Kenas Kashis Vizirano Kajbarchus Khajbanis. We do know Yesh Dimvi Yesh Dayan. And we wait for Chuas Hashem. Pasikhavchas. The last of this series of Sukim. Yeshev Badad Vaidam Kinatal Alav. Seems to be a repeat or a chizik of the need to hang on, wait for that tomorrow, be silent, don't taina. And for Pashapshat, besides the fact that Interesting, it's in the middle of Megillah Zeicha. That would certainly suffice. What is apparent by the kinnis that all of us spent in the morning saying, this part is often not focused on because it's not as easy, it's certainly less comfortable. Not that reading about massacres and pogroms and inquisitions and korbonus is ever comfortable, but it's so jarring we almost can't get our hands around it. The part that's not noticed, which is there just as much, 50% of the kinnis reference this, is the fact that Tishbov is not just a day of Avelis. It's a little counterintuitive to have an Avelis thousands of years later. Mark calls Avelis Yishana. Purpose of the Avelus is to keep us aware and help us internalize that we're still in the matzah, but we're still in Gullus, and we have to look at the mistakes that were made and we have to do something about it. Part of Tepis of the Yeshua, which is a difficult chiv, but it's in the top four questions you're asked in Alam Haba before they go to the videotape and ask the five million other questions. You wouldn't expect the top four, okay? We kaveit and Matera that we think should be there. We understand that. Doing business honestly. Asakta pruvu. Did you try? 
Not up to you. And then, to peace of Yeshua. Why is that in the top four? There are two reasons. Basilevi is famous for saying that to peace of Yeshua is not only for the Gula or for Klaistral, it's in your own personal nisyanis, ups and downs in life, that you don't give up and it, you don't let it affect your Avedis Hashem and you keep on steiging and you keep on plugging and you don't let these things get in the way more than they have to. And you know there's going to be a tomorrow and it's a new day, a new opportunity. That's reflected here in the first Pusik. To be Yeshua also means nationally you have to be part of Klai Yisrael and you have to know that Klai Yisrael is in Gullis and even though you might be comfortable but you shouldn't be, we're missing the Avedah. And there's a reason why we're here and this is the part that needs a little bit more focus. Just whenever you talk about this, people say, well, it's Tisha B'av, it's not Reish Chedesh El, and it's not Rosh Hashanah, it's not a Seri Tshuva. Well, it's three weeks from Reish Chedesh El, and the entire discussion, the Kinnis, is about what happened, and if you read slowly enough, you'll see more than one line, almost a few lines in each Kinna, why it happened. And it talks about from Bayez Vishen, the Avedah Zara, and it talks about the Sinashinim, and it talks about the Averas that were done. And I believe there's one underlying theme. It's already represented. So they got to take the stroll on Yeshua and Shaftim, certainly in Shmuel, certainly in Malachim. We can't really understand how to get involved in Avodah Zara because the Yitzhahara was shechted, the beginning of Bayesheni, that was the Tanai they asked for to go back because it's here to give us schar and we're losing the battle. It's hard for us to understand what it is. And for our discussion, you don't have to understand the Yitzhahara for Avodah Zara per se. You have to understand what went wrong. The Yitzhahara apparently was so strong that once you got involved and you were looking at your neighbor and you got friendly and you took notice of what he does on his off day, that was the beginning of the end. The problem, and this is pointed out a lot in the Kinnis, pointed out all over Tanakh. The Mitzvah Loh doesn't mean we're interested in getting rid of anybody. We sent them communications from the Midbar. We're coming. We're retaking the land that's ours because you conquered it from us. That's a fact often forgotten by the Umazalem and also by Yidin. Not in any modern context. That's a different Shailu. Shailu is, why do we go and conquer it? Why is there a mitzvah? There's plenty of room in the world. What did Akash Baruch Hu ask us to take a land and conquer a land which took 14 years and displace the people? There's plenty of room. Why don't we go to Wisconsin? The answer is that there's an inherent Kedusha. It was given to Klai Yisrael. It was given to Shem. It's Beferish and Rashi and Chumash. And it was conquered and stolen by those who stole it, and Hashem said, you're going back after Golis Mitzrayim. So part and parcel of that was you can't leave the people there. Why not? You have to get rid of everybody. The answer is you don't have to kill them. Send them a message and say, we're coming to take back what you stole, and you have X amount of time, end up being 40 years, and you can get out when the going is good. And Africa, North Africa, is a big place. And Kergoshi did that, nobody else did. Because the other condition was that if you stay, you have to give up a Vodazara. And there was a danger they would stay, and what would happen was what really happened to the weaker elements, and that is once 
they're there, and you have next-door neighbors that are down the block, you're going to ultimately, if your guard isn't up, get to know them and start taking in some of the krumkite, some of the shenanigans, and then becomes outright averus of what is our being very active in the Yitzhahara's form of it. And ultimately, if you want to talk about in a snapshot by Yisrishon, it's about succumbing to Avodah And it happened because they were surrounded by it and they saw it and absorbed it. So if you want to talk about what happened by Shani was more complex, but Sinus Chinam is bandied around. If somebody's doing the wrong thing, you try to be a of them. You makar of them on your terms, in terms of your safety, of your ruchnius. And there's a chayv kaddish to do so when safe. What happened by Shani is there already were so many different groups in Judaism. By Shani was very, very difficult. And everybody had an answer to the Jewish problem. Many of them with Tzedukim just joined them, become more Greeks, Greek than the Greeks, more Roman than the Romans. And they infiltrated. A lot of the fighting was how to deal to keep Yiddishkeit alive not just being a nominal member of the Jewish people. The problem, in essence, is the same, and that is if you want to leave Gullus and we try to fix things up, the first and last thing you have to do, it's really everything in between in some format, is to secure the fortress in your house, secure your own being in terms of what you're imbibing, what you're seeing, what you're listening to, who you're talking to. And now in the age of information, in the year 2023, Lemis Parham, it's never been more challenging. And people think, you talk about these uh, issues, and it's about uh, preachers and about uh, wasting time, it's also that. It's more about taking... Gaiusha culture and bringing it in and thinking that nothing is coming into our fortress and we're completely 100% fortified when everything is seeping in via osmosis. Where do I get this from based on this Pusuk that seems to be talking about if Hashem gives a gzeira and passes a din? Badar ki not alolov. What does that have to do with this Pasuk? So if you look at the Rambam, the beginning of Parakshishi, we're just going to go through the first halacha in Parakshishi of Hilchas Deus. Hilchas Deus is the bedrock of rules and regulations and instructions and how a yid and a family and Akela has to operate in how you run your life. The Rambam, in a very strong way, puts forward, this is Halacha Aleph, puts forward the one thing we have to keep in mind. And he's very clear about it. You're going to hear it in a moment. And the Rai is going to bring, even though the Rambam is presenting it as a basic Hashkafa Sachayim, and it is basic to being a Yid to remaining firm, to not giving in to the pressures of society. 
when we get to the end of Aloha Aleph, the Ramam is going to bring only two riots from all of Tanakh. Both riots are from Tishabov. One is going to be from Echa, the other one is going to be from Yirmiya, which is Echa. Explained further. Let's begin, and a lot of things are going to take home after hearing serious drushas and serious topics and reading about the kindness. I mentioned this this morning at shul. People said, really? The kindness talk about that we're really liable for everything that happened? Good people, if you can ask that question. Either you read too quickly or... More accurately, as humans, you read what you wanted to read and absorb what you wanted to absorb. Because the sum total of all the Averas, whether it's Avarazara, whether it ends up being fighting on Mihu Yehudi and the second bias and how we should deal with the Romans and the Greeks and half a Klaisa held we should be Miss Yavnim. That's what Hanukkah was fought about. And it was fought primarily against our own people before we took on the Greeks. And in Yushalayim, by the second bias, as you're all aware, unfortunately, tragically, most of the fighting was done between the Jewish armies before, at the very end, they had nothing to lose. They said, you know what, why don't we just turn our arms and our armaments on the Romans because we're all going to be killed. But that was at the very end. Same parties. Sadukim, call them what you want. The people who identify with joining the Romans should fight. You shouldn't fight. It happens to be the Chum held at this point. You shouldn't fight. Which is why Klaisol is still here. But most people didn't understand that and certainly didn't agree. Where does that come from? The answer is just speaking about this, about pressure from the outside. The pressure is noise, schmad, forced conversions. That happened plenty. And there's a reason why certain times and certain segments of Klaisol did better than others. Not for today's schmooze. But it has to do, the one nakuda, has to do with how fortified your matzav is and what are you borrowing and importing from the Goyim. And even if it looks innocent and looks something that's not so bad, it's not an Avera Beferish, it's not an Avera, but it's worse than all of them put together because it'll bring all of them. And with that, let me begin the Ramah. Derech b'yasa shaladam liyas nimshach Human beings are social beings, and it's very natural that we want to associate with others, and that's fine, wonderful, and you need a chevra to grow. The Rambam is telling us this because if we don't realize that the people we hang around with are having an effect, then we know nothing of human nature. And we're in a lot of danger. So the Ramah begins. It's human. And you're not getting out of that. Right away, many people's minds push back. Now, I think for myself, my friends, I just like to hear what they have to say. And then I got to read to see what everybody else has to say. Then I listen to all the other guys and the bloggers to see what they have to say. But I think for myself. The Ramah, the first two lines, says that's not true. Baruch Hashem, right after this drasha, I leave quickly, so you're all good people. I'm speaking to the best of the best, and all the people listening out there, and they're going to have a hundred kashas, but you're not asking any kashas on me. I'm just reading the Rambam, and the Rambam is just getting started. 
The Rambam starts with a human condition because he wants to let you know you're not getting out of this unless you claim not to be human. You're not exempt. That's why the Rambam starts with the psychology. And psychology was created by Kosh Baruch Hu to give us a need to have a cheveshaft so we can build each other up and grow. The question is, me and who are you doing it with? So Rambam says, the Anche Medinasoi will have an effect. Therefore, your job in life to stay safe is to be mischaber with tzaddikim only, as the Rambam will make clear in a moment. Tamid means all the time. So again, the kashas you would have asked afterwards if I stay is that tamid can mean tamid, that's a shayla, it means once a day, it means all day. I'm, I'm here, push shot. Tamid means as much as you can all the time. We're well aware people have to go to work in an office and not everybody's tzaddik and that's what the Ramam's talking about. You have to know how to shut out what you have to shut out and just talk about the business and not everything else they want to talk about. Yisrachek means stay far away. We're not talking about cure professionals or the ones that are setting parameters in the cure if they do. Two very famous psukim. But the Rambam is saving his main rayas for later. If you're in a country, state, neighborhood, office, where they're really not talking about good things, not looking at good things, and the whole Ashkaf Sachayim is connected to what we stand for, even if it's slightly off, it doesn't have to be diametrically opposed in every area. Slightly chrome leads to the same results. So you should move to a place where the people are tzaddikim. Not every place, not any place has tzaddikim gemurim all the time, but people who are growing and steiging and striving and trying to figure out what Hashem wants them to do. And if all the areas you looked into to buy a house doesn't seem to be enough of a critical mass of people to hang around with. The Ramam said that, not me. Just keep in mind, for the next two lines, the Ramam lived through the beginning of the Almohad invasion when they were coming with their swords to force people. And the Ramam escaped and spent a long time wandering Wandering then, traveling then, was extremely dangerous. Many people didn't survive. The Rambam is referring to the matzav here where there's tremendous pressure and there are some people not doing the right thing. You can't travel there. You have one place of mind, but it's too dangerous to travel there. You're not up to it. The next step, if all else fails... This sounds drastic. It's a Rambam. The Rambam. This is not Marnevuchim, it's Yerachazaka. And the Rambam is quoted or 
misquoted by some to be the Shvil Azov. So that's fine. This is, you take the Shvil Azov, you'll be in good shape. If you can't find any place to live, then lock your door and don't let anybody in. Or live in a cave, as he's going to get to soon. Yeshev Levada Yechidi. That sounds very Chomer. How does he know that? So, you ready? He has one raya, three words. Kenyan Shenamar, Yeshev, Bodod, Vayidam. And he quotes the Pasuk in Echa that we started with, which I would have said, and I think everybody here would have said, this Pasuk is about being a Kabbal Adin. That's how I read the Pasukim before. And having bitachon, and tomorrow's a new day, and don't ask Shailas and Akash Baruch Hu, just sit there and be quiet. I don't know if the Ram disagrees that that might be a Pashup shot. But the Ramam here is not quoting Psukim just for a mnemonic device as a Remez Adavri holds. This is the Pshat and this is the Pasuk is teaching you. Yeshev, Badad, Vayidam. Keyword, Badad. The Ram says Badad doesn't only mean quiet, it means alone, which means if the people around you are having a negative effect, and we often don't realize they're having a negative effect. But they keep saying things that you hear, oh, that sounds krum, and uh, that's not really our shita, and that doesn't sound like das terror. And we let it go, and we hear again and again, then we enter into conversations with them, and then we start looking at other places we shouldn't be looking, and we, and we still hold ourselves to be b'nai terror, very tuned in with das terror, except we've been brainwashed. Brainwashed doesn't have to be 100%. It could be 5%. 1% does damage because it grows. And what yesterday was horrifying, today is, okay, you heard it three times already, not so bad. And it continues in a downward spiral. So the Rambam says, if you can't, nothing's a guarantee, but if you can't ensure that you're in a matzav where you're being surrounded by people who are growing and looking for the MS. Go to a different country. If your campus is too dangerous and you can't afford it, then stay home and close the door. The Rambam's not finished. It can get worse. What happens if you can't lock the door? Why can't you lock the door? Answer is, they're coming in in a crusade, whether in Spain or whether in Poland, and they're going to break down the door, Rahman al-Islam. They don't let you live alone. They don't let you be in peace. So now what? They don't leave you alone. And they insist you join them. We're not talking about forced conversions per se. That's obviously the pinnacle of what they're aiming at. We're talking about, they might think they're doing you a favor. They just want you to be cultured and know what's going on. They want you to hear their point of view and they want you to accept their political views. They want you to be okay with what they're doing. It's a democracy. Not exactly what democracy means, but you wouldn't know that. Democracy means I'm entitled to my opinion, you're entitled to yours. Now democracy means I'm entitled to my opinion even though we're doing something wrong and I want you to agree with me or else. That's what we're holding now. And the Rambam says, if it gets that bad, it doesn't mean following them and everything. It just means agreeing with them, but letting it enter your neshama. 
Ramab says the next step is Yetzei Lema'aros Lichavachim. Should go to the midbar, find a cave, light a fire, and hope to survive. The Rambam did this himself. And the Rambam is the author of Igeris Ashmad, who gave a heter, which is misunderstood, but not for now. It's a five-hour topic. It was very situational, where in that particular case, they weren't making them bow down to anything, and they just said, say, Muhammad is the prophet, which is Kvira. And the Rambam says, over there, it's only deeper, and they know you're lying, and a few other sniff from Lahakal, and even that was a machalik as we shine him. But the Rambam in the next line for the next five pages, and he gives a shema, it says quite clearly, you have no head to stay there, even if it's sakonos lafashos to leave, but you have a chance of getting somewhere else, you must leave tomorrow. And the Rambam says, if you have to leave your family, it's jarring, wife and kids. It says, if they're not healthy enough to travel over the mountains, and they won't survive their paterm, they're anusim. You're not. The Rambam, the Rambam, who's the makel here, who says for the declaration before you get out the next day, and even that's a machlekes. That's Lashitaso, what he says here, and the Yad. He says you can't live in such an environment. And you can't stay there because you're not going to remain firm. So the Rambam did that himself. Do not hang around such an atmosphere. And he quotes, again, the only two psukim he's quoting here for this, we think, novel idea of you can't just stay around people who aren't growing, you can't be around people who are krum and have all sorts of deus cases. The Rambam says, not only can't you, but you have to do the dangerous thing and lock your door, and if you get harassed, travel to dangerous areas because you can't stay there. This should sound familiar. This morning's Haftarah read in the tune of Eicha, where Yermia himself, and unfortunately he's talking about Yidin who were harassing him, Mi yitneini bamidbar meloin archim. I need to get out of here and go into the desert. And he was not deluding himself to thinking there were any hotels of any star rating. So Rambam says that you can't associate with this, you can't listen to this, you can't debate it. Certain circumstances, in a care of context or something, maybe, but you have to be qualified. And you can't drink this stuff in because every time you see it and are subjected to it, it becomes more okay, even though deep down you know something is wrong. I'm not referring to anything in particular, I'm referring to everything. And I think we all realize this. This is not a drusha to leave Brooklyn or Muncie or Lakewood we're still in Gullis, and they're in Gullis and Eretz Yisrael. And in Eretz Yisrael and here, you have to live in a ghetto. But Baruch Hashem, a ghetto, the way it used to be, we wouldn't do very well. The ghetto today is actually quite nice and quite secure. It should remain that way. But unfortunately, everything is slipping in. And we're slowly becoming okay with things of the Averis chamuris and the most severe concepts, and we're just, yeah, this is uh, America. Well, it's America, we can still practice what we hold to be dear. But as long as we're attached to the culture, we're already in Sakana and we're in violation of this Rambam. The Rambam, they didn't have any of this, so it was just a question of proximity. He says, you got to go to a different neighborhood, or you got to lock your door, or you got to flee to another country, or live in the desert but you can't be connected. Nothing to do with connected enough to make a pranasa. This is 
everything else that comes with it. So that's the Rambam's Taichin Eicha, and I think the Rambam learned that the Pasuk is telling you it's not only a question of accepting the din, it's understanding why it happened, whether you understand why it has to be a million children in the Holocaust and why it's Sadiqim. No, Tzadik Ra'ala Rosh is never easy to handle. And that's where you don't have tainas. But that doesn't mean you ignore the whole matzah and you don't ask, why did it happen? I had the funny conversation with somebody. Somebody asked me, he says, really? thought it was a chiddush? Nowadays, in our matzah, we're allowed to say why things happen? I didn't understand what he was asking. I said, I'm not saying we're touching up. Just look in the chumish, look in Tanakh, look in the kinnis, look in Eicha, look... Of course we know why things happen. We don't know exactly the cheshpin because every einish to us looks more severe and then innocent people get killed and the sutton is given rishos to be makatreg. All sorts of rules and regulations and in Shemayim only Kosh has the cheshpin. That's where the Pasham shot is. Sit, be quiet, don't ask kashas and Hashem has a running cheshpin. But that we shouldn't learn anything from the Chorban and we shouldn't investigate the Gemara, two Gemaras, five Gemaras, 20 Gemaras say not so. The Gemara asks, Neymar of the Aretz. <laughs> the Gemara asks all these Shailas. People say, okay, so I'm going to reserve that for Yom and Rabbaim. That's fine. But apparently, Tishabov, people wonder, why are we still having such a heavy Avelis thousands of years later? The answer is, if we don't, we're not going to remember that we're not back yet, and we're going to think we made it, and we're not going to be, most importantly, on guard to try to not repeat all these mistakes that were made. And there's the sum total of everything. Yidin are inherently good. We came with the Messiah. They came with Yeshua Benun. Yeshua Benun kept repeating, as did all the Shaftim and all the Malachim and all the Nevi'im. Get rid of those neighbors. And it doesn't mean in a violent way, because they had a choice in that context. It means be nice, say good morning, be cordial. But that person, not yet from Yid or Goy, is not here to get you used to their policies. And that's usually where the guard gets lowered and lowered and lowered. I see it. I see it from the Shailas I get. I see it from the Havminas. Every Shailas a Havmina Maskan. And the people asking Shailas are good people. You see the Havmina slipping before the Maskana, and there are certain coolers of certain situations, but not that the whole Madrega of what the Shifa is in the first place is going down. Where'd they get that from? And their best friend is not Bill down the street. The answer is that it is. He's just not down the street. He might be in a different state, broadcasting from wherever he is and writing whatever he is, but he's my good buddy. And even though I, we disagree and we choose to disagree, but you know, he did raise a couple of good points that are absolute fear. But once you hear it 20 times, it starts seeping in. The Amshar Shlomo is well known. The Amshar Shlomo Simitas in Baba Kama talks about the famous Gemara where the Romans, always looking for trouble to cause trouble for Kleisel, sent two undercover agents as Yeshiva Bacharim. And they were supposed to join the yeshiva and ask some pointed questions and get some raid on what we can start a pogrom about, like the church did for many years later on. And there were many Baba Kama, if you recall. And uh, they got to the sugya. I would have told them to go slower in the first parak, but apparently they came with pointed questions. 
And they said, well, what's the din if a yid is mazik a guy? Potter. What's the din if the other way around? Chayev nezik sholem. So the Yamsha Shlomo asked the obvious kasha. Taisa says, hey, you can't teach Torah to an akum. So, okay, but it's not Yehar Vayavar, and they figured out that they were Roman shlichim. So they taught that they didn't throw them out of the yeshiva. So Yamsha Shlomo says, Rachman Laslan. They figured out already they were shlichim and undercover agents. And they were wondering that funny accent, and okay, they probably came in. If they came in, it's Garam, it's wonderful. They want to learn. They figured it out midway through the Zman, or right away. So Yam Shoshama says, if you make a list of a thousand and one things you want to give over and share that day, the thing that shouldn't be on the list is Sharshi Yisrael Shnaga Sharshal Akam Potter, and the other way is Chayav Nezik Shalom. Why did they say that? A fair question. So you'll say, well, they really weren't up to that sugya, but they came with pointed questions because they were looking for trouble. Okay, so you ask a pointed question. Rebbe, what's the din? No, what would we all do? We're so smart. We would fudge. That's what we always do. Say, well, nowadays, that's a chiddish nifla to me. The Amshar Shlomo builds his whole point. He's able to push it, but on this Gemara, I would have said, by Mamadis Yitaka, I can't say. It's equal in society. The laws are equal civil laws. I would have said that. I'm not sure why. It's not an exception, but the Amshar Shlomo uses this as his example, and Kavachemer, Bemenesha Kavachemer for Issa and for Yud Gimuli Karim, and his basic message is, they knew that, they knew the danger, and mislabeling, mishandling, misrepresenting the Messiah is Yaharig Va'al Yavr. Yamsha Shlomo says that at great length. The Tshuva Zaradvaz brings it down. The Pesche Tshuva brings down the Allah and Simen Kufna and Zayim. That's why I mentioned the Ramam Nigeris Hashmad. People say the Ramam argues, the argument there is very limited to that circumstance, based on the Ramam himself, and the fact that it's clear that many Peskin brought this down. La What was the new time? Okay. So this is a very frightening concept, and I wouldn't think, even though it's been on my mind, because I could tell from the things being asked, and the good news they're, they're asking, but it's what we're dealing with here. Do we indeed paskin like this? Yam is it Yahar We hope that doesn't happen. But everybody's maskin. It's extremely serious just to hear some kfira or some of everybody done and smile and say, oh, that's... That's nice. Or, you know, whatever you want. We, and then they're smart because anybody wants to ask, well, does Judaism hold that? Oh, of course, Judaism. Absolutely. We're, we're right behind you. Except the Amshar Shlomo holds that's Yahar Vayavar. That's pretty serious. The Chuvat Radvaz happened to be talking about the Muslims coming in to declare, and Muhammad is his Navi Sheker. And Chuvat Radvaz, without the Amshar Shlomo, because it didn't exist yet, has a ritva, and the ritva says the same exact thing. Is it even a machalik sishayim where they have to mamash get killed, but it's irrelevant over here. But the Rambam holds you can't do that either, and that's this Rambam. You can't be discussing this stuff, you can't have this in your mind, and you can't let people be mechalkal you, and it's a steady, slow drip. You say, well, everybody here is from, they're either in yeshiva, in the base medrash, they're at home, and this stuff is not getting in. Halavai. Seems to be that it is because the machines for every agenda possible, I'm not referring to any particular one, every agenda possible, all of which are krum, 
are against what didn't stand for, often against what Gaim stand for, normal Gaim. And just keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. So it becomes more normal. And then we have to say when asked, under pressure, that yes, Judaism agrees with this, but it doesn't, and the Amshar Shlomo says it's Yehar Vayavr. And if we do it, they're not passing Amshar Shlomo, as I mentioned, there are chuvas that do. It's irrelevant. The Shaila is literally get killed, but it's extremely serious and damaging for Yiddishkeit. And the Rambam's Raya is from this one Pasik in Echa. Badad means sit quietly, but it also means sit alone. Baruch Hashem. Nobody has to go to the Midbar. Nobody has to go to a cave. You don't even have to lock your doors. You can even come out on Tishabov to a program. And you can sit comfortably in your house watching this. And that's all good in Halavai. It should stay safe and they should let us do exactly what we want at Biaz Gold Tzedek. But the only way Biaz Gold Tzedek is going to be moved up is if when it comes up, we're willing to tell the truth and stand up. Don't look to get into arguments. But if we're pressed, willing to stand up for Tayag Mitzvahs, for the Messiah, for the Yud Gimli Karim. And for the first time since the beginning of us called 200 years ago, that is under attack, all of it. I've been here a long time, speaking here every year. I never, never said that because it wasn't true. But it's getting worse and worse. And yes, it forces people, what is the din and what is our hashkafa? That's fine. Ask somebody who will give you an honest answer and who knows enough to answer the question in an authoritative way, not from your local blogger publication who is giving his or her self-styled opinion. And the fact that all the kinnis were all about pogroms and persecutions, those who succumbed, many more who did not, is because the only Milo no one looking to get killed on Kiddush Hashem, but if the Nitzram came into town and said, bow down to this, no declaration, we want you to bow down, that's a Misa, no one's Michael on that, that's not even a Shiloh. And even a Pusha the Yid, who wasn't a Pusha, understood that yeah, yeah, that's Yehar Vayavr. And even by the other religions, it was very bad, and you got to get out, and you got to risk your life running to the Midbar, like the Rambam did. But you got to first know what's right, and you got to put up more walls, and be selective on what you hear, who you talk to, who the chaver is. This is not elitism. This is survival. And the fact is that the entire Tisha B'Av, we only have a few minutes left, so I will just skip to this thought. The night of Tisha B'Av became a time of Bechila Deris. This is misunderstood. Let me just explain. The, the history was that they cried that night and they were very scared and what's going to be, maybe we can't go. Kleisrael, not such pushovers. It took days and days for the ten Maraglim to go, have town hall meetings and go, welcome to welcome to convince the people. That wasn't overnight because you had two very credible people, Yeshua and Kulib, saying not so. So there was a very lively debate. Unfortunately, it ended up that they converted enough people to their side that the original Bechia stuck, and it was Nikva on Tisha B'av. So there's a very famous Pasuk, and we all know the drush on it. Karolai Mai Lishbar Bacharai, 
is that Tisha B'Av is meyuchid l'deri deris for Peronius. We also know that we don't say Tachanan today. That's very telling. If you're wondering why that's telling, because you never say Tachanan, see me afterwards. But we cancel it officially. Why? Because there's a remez that lots of love, you have the seeds of a mayid. Listen carefully, this is very important. And based on this medrash, it's pretty muchuch. I believe what happened was is that Tishabov was a mayid, and it was set to be a mayid. Mafarshim who have other medrashim, I think I mentioned this a few years back, this would have been the Yom Naraim, and this would have been Rosh Hashanah Kippur, and everything was pushed off as of what happened. The day itself had tremendous, tremendous Siyat Shmaya built in, tremendous Kedusha, it's a Yantif. So much so that Chazal then had the opportunity, it's the first time the basin was actually being Mekaj L'Chedish, and you had one day left before Tammuz, then Tammuz, then nine days, that's 40 days. That month was 30 days. If it was not a mother, it wouldn't have landed on Tisha B'Av. So he said, that's horrible. Would have been better had it been a chaser. It wouldn't have landed on Tisha B'Av. No. Tisha B'Av had extra siyat tashmaya. So the siyat tashmaya over here was, let them come back on Tisha B'Av. The habakir was going to come back with a horrible report. But let Klayisov be on a day that has siyat tashmaya, then maybe they'll overcome the yitzah her. And they have help. Yeshua and Kalev, and they're good people, tzaddikim. That was the havamina. Unfortunately, it didn't work. So now it's marked for Peronius, but it doesn't take away the etzem kedusha of the day and the potential of the day. L'chayra, we're more upbeat after Chatzayis, the dinim don't change, but the minhagim do to show that we're looking forward to Gula and we're walking away from Tishabov in higher spirits. In order to do that, we have to walk away with the understanding of what went wrong we're still in the matzah, that means we still have this Yetzirah and Isayan. How are we going to secure our boundaries? How are we going to secure our homes, secure our neshamas, our eyes and our ears? And generate with Mesiris Nefesh those chusim to be able to market as a mayid. But I believe before Elul, today has siyat Shmaya, it's a mayid. We cancel Tachanan. Today is the day to start thinking about it and doing something practical when you get home to read, see, hear, associate a little less with all the Mishagasin that are going on out there Mitzvah with that will be Takazach to see Tisha B'Av as a Maid next year and long before that the Gula Shlema. I want to thank the people who are watching online. We got a number of donations, but we need a lot more. If you can help to cover the cost, we appreciate it. U, uh, USBs are available in the hall after each shear, so people, if they want to hear Chazad over, you're welcome to come and, and, and do that. And if you want to get on the email list, Torah Connections Programs at gmail.com. <laughs>